Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And I think this situation highlights again just this unrealistic expectation that we have of our children that they are capable of actually managing the situation at such a young age. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm here with Kylie, my wife, and mum to our six kids. I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au. It is so good for you to join us as we kick off a new week. Only one week until parental guidance. I'm so excited. For those of you who are in Australia, make sure you're watching next Monday night, Monday, November the 1st, parental guidance hits the telly. And I think that, I just think it's going to go nuts. I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing TV show. We also have a webinar tonight. Uh, yeah, we do. A webinar tonight all about connection. I have, I, I've really gone deep into the research on what it is that helps us to connect best with people. And if you haven't got all the details, please visit uh, the Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families Facebook page. You'll get all the info there. You're all over the place. Webinars, TV, what's I know, next? I know. It's so exciting. There's there's more stuff coming as well. Hey, well, I'll tell you what's next. Yeah, what's next? The other day, you thought that I wasn't aware, but you wanted to work out a song and you couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. And I may have just <gasps> overheard you no. singing to Siri. No. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Listen to this. Hey, Siri, what's this song? I don't care what they say, I'm in love with you. <laughs> what was so funny is... I knew the song. Yeah. But this was serious response. Sorry, I don't know what song this is. You know that there's more than one note. Oh, I can't believe it. Don't, don't you? I cannot believe that you're mocking me for my singing. I cannot believe that you're mocking me for my singing. Maybe JR can play the song for us so everybody knows what you were trying to sing. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to do this podcast with you now. I can't believe you did that. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm about to be on the TV and you're going and doing this to me. That is just rude. Oh, look, I'm just trying to keep you humble. <laughs> now everybody knows. <laughs> now everybody knows. Oh, dear. You just keep singing, hun. Okay. Hey, we need to talk about some really important stuff. Uh, over the last week or so, there's been some really sad news that's upset three-year-olds globally and, uh, and you've got the lowdown on it. Well, it seems that the Wiggles are farewelling another yellow jersey. Emma Wiggle. I love how you said the yellow jersey. It's like you've been watching the Tour de France with me. The yellow jersey's gone. We're we're, we're farewelling the yellow jersey. Uh, Emma Wiggle is leaving the Wiggles. Emma Wiggle is leaving the Wiggles. But do you know what? Emma was not a Wiggle when our kids were Wigglers. No, we had Greg the yellow Wiggle (laughs) when our kids were Wigglers. I love that. And that was devastating when yeah. he left. I, in fact, our eldest, because uh, she went to a Wiggle, I, I took her to a Wiggles concert. The mosh pit was the crazy. Big red car. I, I, I remember actually going down to the front of the fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> we should ask Siri what song that is and see oh, whether she would know whether Siri knows what uh, what 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 what's going on here. <laughs> uh, but but I remember going to a Wiggles concert with Greg the Yellow Wiggle and um and and, and Chanel, our eldest, who's now in her twenties. Uh, she was, I think, she was a teenager when he quit the Wiggles, and she was distraught when that happened. I, I remember she was like, not not fully properly distraught, distraught, but she was genuinely kind of going, "Well, it's really the end of an era. This is a really big thing. Greg Yellow Wiggle is gone, and now there's a whole new generation of kids who are saying, "But what about Emma Wiggle? Where's she gone?" 
So I guess for any parents out there who are struggling with a, a, a three-year-old. How do, I, how do I deal with my three-year-old's grief over Emma Wiggle not being in the wheels I anymore? think understanding the background makes it a lot easier to kind of, you know, work through the process for everybody. Mm. Um, Emma has had some health challenges. Oh, um, But she was Greg. also dealing with um, the fact that she was travelling and on tour so much and missing out on experiences with her family. And so when COVID hit, she actually had a chance to kind of think about what was more important and family came first. So she's taken a step back from her... Wiggling. Wiggling, <laughs> yeah. yes. And she's going back home to finish her PhD and, and hang with her kids. She's going to do a PhD? Well, I think she's halfway through it by oh, the Oh, wow. That's my, I had no idea. Uh, do you have any Wiggles memories other than... Listening to them incessantly in the car with our our, our kids? Well, I actually knew the Wiggles way before we had kids. I went and stayed with some friends whose children loved the Wiggles. Really? And I was about 14 and they had it on repeat, nonstop. Have the Wiggles been going for that long? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's extraordinary. And and so they had had all of these songs. That's how I know Fruit Salad. Right. And (laughs) I had to do a bus trip with a whole heap of my teenage friends and all I was singing the whole way in the bus (laughs) were all these different Wiggles songs and I got mocked. Yeah. Yeah, so so you should. (laughs) Hey, uh, we need to talk about something else that's happened in celebrity world, uh, but but it's not because of the fact that it's in celebrity world. It's because of the conversation that comes from it. Uh, Mila Kunis is married to Ashton Kutcher. They've been together for uh, I don't know uh, since I think it's like 20- two thousand fifteen. There, there we go. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a celebrity watcher. I'm not. I'm well, not really am I. Into that. I can read. I- <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done the research like you have. But she was recently on uh, a video with Ellen DeGeneres. She's got a web series called Mum Confessions. And she said this. Here's a story that's about to get me in trouble. So there was a little kid in my kid's preschool that wasn't very kind and pushed my daughter. My daughter came back and she was like, so such and such little kiddo pushed me. And I instinctually said, did you push her back? <laughs> and my daughter's like, no. And I was like, push your back next time. You push your back and you say, no, thank you. And you walk away. And I turned around and I see Ashton's face and he was like, no. But I was like, you stand up for yourself and you say, no, thank you. I was like, don't push him off of a ladder or off of a swing or off of a slide. But it, like on the ground, even Steven, you push him back. I'd say that that's a parenting fail. So What's right after the break, we're going to talk about Miller's parenting advice and what we should really be doing when our kids are having a hard time with other kids in a school park or at kindy or whatever it might be, uh, because I don't think that's quite the best way to do it. And that's what the podcast is about, right? Helping time poor parents come up with really good solutions for dealing with challenges with their kids. That's right after the break. It's the Happy Families Podcast. Imagine a home where discipline got results without anyone having to feel bad or in trouble. The Do's and Don'ts of Discipline is a webinar to help parents set limits with love, compassion and humanity. Find it now at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now and we're taking a little bit of a sneak peek into celebrity life today. We're talking about (laughs) Ashton Kutcher and... Mila Kunis. So let's talk about this. I mean, how do we actually get our kids to stand up for themselves without becoming the classroom bully? Yeah, well, the context is everything here, okay? So we're talking about kids who are, in this case, from the Mila Kutcher uh, scenario, we're talking about children who are under the age of, let's say, five or six. And I think that there's uh, a handful of things that we probably should consider. My, My number one piece of advice, just tell them to leave the situation, go and get an adult. Like, the the reality is that... 
you're never going to see this kid again. You're in the park. Now, it's different if it's at school or if it's in your family, but you're in the park, so you're never going to see this person again. Just walk away. Go and get some adult help. Go and play on a different piece of equipment. I actually think teaching your kids that is going to be the easiest way forward. Okay, but what happens if they're in the classroom? So they're actually seeing this kid every day. Well, again, we're talking about kids under the age of five or six, so they're not in a classroom situation, but they might be in a preschool or kindergarten kind of situation. And if that's the case, they, you, you teach them to go and tell the teacher, go and talk to the teacher about it and get, get adult involvement. And the reason for this is little kids don't actually have the skills. Like you can't expect a six-year-old to have a level of social skill capability that many adults don't even have. Uh, you think about what adults do when they're on uh, road rage or when they're getting pushed in, in line somewhere. Some adults don't know how to navigate the, the bullies, the people who have that entitlement mentality. If adults can't do it, we can't expect a four-year-old or, or maybe even a seven-year-old to be able to do that. Last week on the doctor's desk, we talked about theory of mind. I'm just going to interrupt you. As soon as you said that, the, the doctor's desk, you're in the car with the kids listening to the podcast and they were like, most boring podcast ever. Why do we have to listen to all this science stuff? Just do a normal podcast. Stop the doctor. They, they've well, called you, that from you. <laughs> the background is that they were actually at each other. And I actually put that on to lull them into this. <laughs> right. Anyway, and it worked. It worked ta- beautifully. We talked about theory of mind on the Doctor's Desk podcast episode last week. And just the acknowledgement that there's this expectation on our children to develop faster than they're capable. Yeah. And, and, and I think this situation highlights, again, just this unrealistic expectation that we have of our children that they are capable of actually managing the situation at such a young age, yeah. and they're not. So from a social point of view, or from a developmental point of view, they, they don't have that capacity to do it. It's kind of like walking up to a two-year-old and saying, why aren't you taller? Can you just hurry up and grow already? I, I, you need to fulfil your height potential and you need to do it now. But developmentally, they're going to take the next 12, 15 years to be able to get to their height potential, and it's the same when it comes to their social capacity. So my number one piece of advice would just be to teach them to leave the situation or go and get adult help, or or both, and and do that no knowing that they don't have the capacity to deal with it themselves most of the time. And I think outside of that, there's just an acknowledgement that words are, are important. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you've got a child mm. who's pushing you, you can say very clearly, "Stop it, stop it," or "I don't like that." So I would actually suggest they use their words first. Oh, yeah, radio. Okay. Well, I I had uh, that written down as a second suggestion, but then I crossed it off. And the reason that I crossed it off is because, you know what it's like, once you're emotional, it's really hard to find the words that you want to use. And I tell parents all the time. And that's why it's just, it's a really clear stop it or I don't like it. And that's about all you're going to get. That's right. Because it's really hard for a four-year-old or even a 12-year-old to look at the person who's antagonizing them and say, right now I'm feeling really frustrated with the way that you're treating me. They, of course not. They're not going to say that, even adults. So crudeness, struggle. crudeness would suggest stop it or I don't like that. They're really, really simple. They're very, yeah. very clear. They don't need to go into any more detail. And if there's no response from that, then walk away. And if there's no response from that, then get an adult. And and you can actually practice that stuff with your kids as well. Let them know, hey, if somebody does this, here's what to say. Say it to me now. If they have a sibling in their house, they will have plenty (laughs) of opportunities to practice. Good point. Okay, so let's wrap this up with a take-home message. Take-home message number one from today's podcast. Don't ask your kids. Just bath your kids, Bathe your kids, whether you can see the dirt or not. Uh, Take-home message number two. Don't ask Siri what the song is because Siri won't know. (laughs) I don't.
not know what song this is. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Uh, take home message number three. Uh, your kids, you know what, if they're getting into conflict and you're around, just leave them be. Watch them sort it out. They'll actually figure it out and they'll learn good lessons. But more than anything, just teach them to go and get adult help if they're stuck because they're too little to figure it out. Once they're bigger, there are skills that you can teach them. But when they're little... Just don't teach them to bop someone on the nose. Yeah, or bop them anywhere. Good point. Hey, we really hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast. We really love it when you leave those five-star ratings and reviews and Apple Podcasts so that other people can find out about the, the, the podcast and make their families happier. There has been a whole stack of them come through recently. We're up to 475, by the way. Wow. 25 more. Can you help us to get to 500? I mean, that would be so cool. Let's get to 500. If you could just jump into Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, just like Team Tom, who said, as a mother of two young children and a deputy primary principal, this amazing podcast is a place that I recommend over and over again to friends, family, and parents at my school. Easy, tangible listening that is up to date, living the current experiences that families are facing, and shared ideas from life experience and book smarts. Thanks for all you do for your community can't wait to watch you along on TV as well. So thank you so much, Team Tom. We appreciate that. Uh, Justin Rulon is the producer of the Happy Families podcast. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. We thank them for their work. And if you'd like more info about making your family happier or tonight's Connection webinar, which is really going to help you to identify what connection is and how you can get more of it in your family, please visit happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.